people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, oh man, I hope you guys enjoyed my last podcast on, of course, introducing the Stoic Mask. So with everything I've said, I hope you guys kind of came to grips in terms of what I'm talking about now. I'm going to give you solutions, and especially for women who are dealing with men who are suffering from this particular mask. So there was an excerpt. And, of course, Lewis Ho's book. And he said, men lag behind this shift because they are still learning how to talk openly with their partners and connect honestly with other men. We know what to do. We just don't know how to do it. And until that changes, where does that leave us? That's right. It leaves us in our lonesome. It leaves us alone. So, basically, today... Or this morning, I have a confession to make. So, oh my God. So every week, the past couple of weeks, it's been an emotional toll, uh, but a very uh, character building uh, set of days that uh, have come and gone. So basically, what happened is, let's say I went home, probably, you know, I came home two weeks ago and there was an infestation. And I've already told you guys about this on another podcast, of course. And, of course, there were these little baby cockroaches. And I was like, God damn it, where are they coming from? And then one of my friends came over. And she began complaining about a lot of different things, like in terms of those cockroaches and a lot of other things. But, no, she wasn't necessarily complaining. But she was like, listen, you know, uh, I'm just going to be blunt with you. This probably something's going around here and you need to clean this place up. And you know what? I took that a little bit personal. That's all. I took it personal. So that night, I had to spray this place down. I think I probably, there was too much of an inhalation going on. So I inhaled a lot of these toxic fumes. And the next thing you know, I woke up with a headache at like 1 a.m. And then things just boiled on over to the next day. See, the thing is, if you don't meditate, if you don't close things out the night before, it's going to loophole into the next day. And what ended up happening that Saturday morning, I ended up not shunning only my friend out of it, but I went on a media purge. And what happened? It left me alone. Not only me, but I kind of hurt the feelings of my friends and especially her. And she was like, dude, what the hell happened? Why why'd you just ignore me all day? That, that was pretty uh, that was pretty rude. You know, why'd you do that? And I was like, you know what? I just need to be alone. She's like, well, you know what? You hurt at me when you hurt me when you did this. And so because I just needed to get off this negative vibration, but because I didn't just spill out my feelings, that happened. And that wasn't supposed to happen. That went on for two days. And then finally on the Sunday, of course, uh, I think that actually happened on a Friday night, a Friday evening. But that, that, that following Sunday, finally, we actually came to ends meet and we said, OK, everything's all good. But it didn't have to last that long. And so. This is a sure driver to to demise for all relationships because we don't, men especially, of course me. Now the thing is, I'm probably only suffering from about 5 to 10% of this mask. And I'm getting much, much better because I'm taking this bad boy off. But a lot of men, they're not able to let their feelings go. You know, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Because there was a really tragic story that happened about 15 years ago. And there was a kid by the name of Anthony Gautier. And he went to school, of course, with I. And when we actually, you know, we were going to school together. He was in 8th grade. I was in 7th grade. The next thing you know, I remember just turning on the TV one afternoon. And he was dead. 
he got murdered by his mother's boyfriend and his mother was out well she was raped and killed and the daughter was just raped and I remember seeing in the newspaper um a teacher at my school by the name of Mr. Froman uh eighth grade teacher and I remember people were crying Mr. Froman actually showed up to the scene apparently people were crying and Mr. Froman showed no emotion in the newspaper he just had his hand over his mouth and as men, we actually, th- 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 this is the problem because we're not able to let our emotions go and let other people show our emotions. Now, of course, if Mr. Froman went home later on that, you know, went home later on that night and started crying and whatnot, okay, by all means. But the thing, you have to be able to show other people saying, oh my God, this is tragic. I'm going to cry with you. We're going to cry together. We're going to get over this together. And that stuck with me for a long time. And this guy was on the loose for probably about two uh, two weeks or whatnot. And oh, it, it, it's just it's just one of those those stories, you know. And I didn't cry, but I remember my mom was sitting on the couch and I was playing Diablo two, and I saw that and I was like, "Mom, I went to school with him." And my mom just shook her head and she was just watching the news and she couldn't believe it. And oh man, I, I, it. Reliving that experience really, really hurts, you know? And it sucks that a young child, a young little man, at such who had such a promising future, who was an excellent basketball star and everything, he had his life taken away from him, from a madman. And so those were what, that was actually one of the most violent murders in the last, I don't know how many years, in, the, of course, the city of Las Vegas. So... As men, we always want to be that strong guy. Like I told you in the last, of course, the podcast yesterday. You know, Lewis Hose, when his father, you know, his brother came back from prison after four years. He was sitting up at the age of 12. Everyone else was crying. His mother was crying. His father was crying. Uh, the, the Japanese foreign exchange student uh, was crying. But Lewis just sat there and just held his sisters and didn't even shed a tear. And he was at, that was at the age of 12. And... That and that's the biggest problem in humanity. So there was um, Dr. Lu- uh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, Dr. Brene Brown. Uh, Lewis talked about her in uh, his book, and she said, "Well, she's actually an author of the best-selling book, uh, Daring Greatly." And she points out that this is a step toward toward gender equality and fairness. She actually said that she quoted and she said, "Most women pledge allegiance." To the idea that, of course, women can explore their emotions, break down, fall apart, and whatnot. But guys aren't allowed to fall apart. And so I think I think there is a little bit of a turning point that's happening right now in humanity in terms of uh, men falling apart. And you know what? It's in a very it's in a very egregious way. It's very just sheer malice because after the NCAA basketball, you know, NCAA championship and whatnot, these reporters go up to these 18-year-old kids, 19-year-old kids, and talk about what went wrong and why they lost and whatnot. And here you go. You got these kids from the universities of Kentucky or the University of this and Gonzaga University and all these universities scattered all across America. You got these 18 to 19-year-old kids crying after, you, you know, on camera after losing a championship, you know, losing in the Elite Eight or the Sweet 16 or the Final Four of the championship game. And 
I believe that that's disgusting from the, you know, from the, por- the, the reporter's standpoint. But at the same time, these kids at the age of 18 and 19 do not give a damn about what other people think. And they're going to let their emotions go. And just a couple of months previous to that, the Atlanta Falcons, if you guys don't know about this, again, they went on the biggest Super Bowl meltdown in the history of Super Bowls. They lost like by a 21 or 24 point lead and they ended up losing in overtime. And then the quarterback who actually stunk up the show for the last 30 minutes into overtime, he stunk up the show and... It was really disheartening for him to just stand there and say, yeah, you know what? We didn't do a good job. And he showed no emotion like he didn't. He just didn't give a damn. Different generation gaps. That was Generation Y versus Generation Z. People are beginning to open up. Now, of course, I wrote this on my blog and I talked about how Tyrese opened up and how a lot of African-Americans uh, basically shunned him and, you know, called him a bitch and called him all these different things. And uh, again, I talked to you guys about Michael Sam. And the complete fallout about that. And guys, this is real. This is reality. A lot of people go through this. And it's a it's a shame. It's a shame that men aren't able to do this. And you know what? It, when you're not able to do this, you're literally creating disease. Disease cells that are just going to fester and compile over, the, over years. It's creating anger. And you know what? It's creating everything synonymous to... Those feelings of resent and anger and turmoil and re- well, everything you could imagine. I remember Lewis Holes was actually talking about in an interview that there was one time in West Hollywood. He was playing basketball and, you know, he got into it with this older guy and he ended up beating the hell out of this guy because he let his his feelings boil over because he was trying to claim his territory. It was like a territorial grounds on the on this basketball court. And afterwards, he's like, oh, my God, what did I do? And this is what happens when you let these emotions boil over, 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 over and over, over the course of so many different, over so many years. Remember, um, back in sixth grade, I had this substitute teacher and she stood up and she talked to us for the uh, 50 minutes. And she was talking about how her brother went through so many things. And he didn't tell anyone about, of course, the things that he went through. Father died. This happened. This happened. This happened. And he was so proud. He had that stoic mask. He was like, you know what? I'm a man. I can't say anything. Just a couple of years later, her, her brother died. And she asked her, she's like, why do you think he died? She said, because he let all that in. He did not show any of his emotions. 18 years later, after hearing that story, this relates to the stoic mask. So what men are probably trying to get out of this is, hey, you know what, Arsenio? Okay, what's going to be available if I actually drop this you know, particular mask? Well, you know what? Emotional freedom, weight off your shoulders, deeper relationships with both men and women, healing, a healthy heart, vulnerability, the permission to actually feel, acceptance and belonging. So what I want you guys to do is that I, I actually took this nice little exercise out of Lewis Ho's book for you guys. And, of course, I got something for women, too, uh, that can relate. So step number one, I want all men, yes, all men who are listening to this right now, I want you guys to make a list, all right? I want you to make a list of your five most painful moments of your life. Note what happened, how you felt in each moment. Okay, journal about it. Go into detail. Okay, an example would be, hey, my dad was my best friend growing up, but he abandoned me when I was six and left me devastated. That could be one. Step number two, 
once you've journaled about all these painful moments, read them out loud to yourself. Give yourself permission to feel or to cry about them. When you hear your own words, play soft instrumental music during the process to facilitate your ability to reach out to your emotions and allow your feelings to be awakened. There's one particular song from a particular game 20 years ago, Final Fantasy VII, that every time I heard this song and every time I hear this song, I would cry. And of course, it was back in, of course, Final Fantasy VII, and I don't want to go into detail, but of course, it was when one particular girl by the name of Aerie, she died, and then this music came up, and it was sad as hell, and for like two, three years, every time I heard this music, I cried like a baby. Yeah, from ages 11 to 14, I would cry anytime I heard this. And if you actually, if you guys watch the movie Get Out, I'm going to, before I go into step three, how do you think... Um, that actor, I forgot his name, but, uh, Chris, let's say Chris, he was the one that actually went to the parents' house. How do you think he was able to cry with his eyes open in that particular scene where he was actually being, uh, you know, hypnotized? He had to really think back to one of the most malicious moments of his life, a moment that was just, just sheer darkness. And he had to tap into that. And one of the actors, of course, the one, Rose, Rose, who was the, you know, the girlfriend of him in the movie. She's like, you know what? On these days, they actually had an interview. She's like, on, on this particular day, I remember just seeing a dark cloud over him. And she said after that, particular, you know, after that scene, of course, after they would say cut, she would go up to him and give him a hug because she just felt so much pain. See, that's the tapping in that I want you guys to do. Play an instrumental music, a song or something that will will allow you to expose yourself and open yourself up. Step number three, I want you to share those. That's the most important moment. When you have accepted the truth, okay, of this pain and all these emotions, tell a friend, tell a partner, tell a family member, someone who you trust. Part of removing this mask is allowing other people to support you. The only way that you can do that is if other people know what's going on. And, of course, Lewis Hose is a big believer that anyone who has experienced trauma in their past and hasn't ever, you know, discussed it with anyone will allow the trauma to grow in negative ways. You won't be able to heal until you begin to share your story. Um, a very, 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 very good uh, example of this is Antoine Fisher, the movie Antoine Fisher that still makes me cry to this day. <sighs> Nine years ago, I remember watching it with my new friend, Satomi Nakagawa, that visited me all the way from Japan. Yeah, the purposeful relationship that I talked about in my previous podcast, man. I remember watching this movie with her and I started crying like a baby. She's like, oh my God. And I just jumped right into her arms and... Whoa, I have no idea why it was that specific moment, but I was able to just cry and let everything go because what Antoine Fisher went through, his father being killed before he was born, his mother abandoning him at a hospital, going to different foster houses, being sexually molested, being practically raped by the daughter of the foster parent that he was staying with. His friend Jesse being killed right in front of his face at a convenience store when he was trying to stick him up. He finally, he was able to let those feelings go with the therapist, Denzel Washington. And when he was able to do that, there were a lot of times where he just kept fighting with some of his Navy mates. And then finally, you know what? Denzel Washington said, hey, you know what? I got to let you go. You got to go find your family. 
And he did. He found his family. And when he was able to find his family, he was like, you know what? I saw my mother for the first time. And it doesn't matter if I ever see her again. Remarkable. You're going to have to be able to share that story. That dark ass story. Share it. Step number four. Look into hiring a coach, a therapist, or someone, you you know, who's a specialist. Not even that. You know, you could just go on YouTube and you could find people, man. Um, I've done so many different podcasts. There are so many other podcasts out there that you can actually look into. Tim Ferriss or, you know, Lewis Hose that has a lot of great podcasts. Um, Tom Bilyeu has a lot of wonderful podcasts and videos, especially on uh, Impact Theory. And, you know, what? just look up Lisa Nichols. Uh, on Inside Quest, which was actually before Impact Theory. Lisa Nichols Inside Quest. As she goes through it, 55 minutes of raw emotion. Go, share your pain. Share that experience. And when you do that, all those people who are actually struggling with the stoic mask, well, you know what? This is going to be serious work and it requires a serious approach. But you know what? It is work that you can actually start today, right now, with a piece of paper. Start writing down these experiences. And for women, I want you to just be patient with men who are in your life who are struggling with this particular mask. Listen to them. Ask them to communicate their feelings to you. Be proactive about it. Take the initiative, man. Uh, They're probably not going to do it right off the bat. But you know what? The gap between verbalizing their emotions to themselves and verbalizing them to a friend or a family member is like walking a tightrope over the Grand Canyon, as Lewis Ho says. So what you need to do, if you want a man in your life to take off this stoic mask you're going to lead you're going to have to take the lead lead by example to take off that mask let them know you'll be there to catch them when they start to open up just know that underneath this stoic mask is vulnerability a big heart a person who wants to show this emotion but you know what society has told them not to be there for them say hey you know what i'm here for you i'm really here for you And I show that emotion with my mom a plentiful of times, you know, when I was going through some hard relationships back, of course, in 2008. And she was there for me. My brother was there for me, shockingly, in 2009 when I was actually uh, probably a little bit depressed for probably a month or so because my girlfriend left me. My family was there for me. And this is why I love my family. Although things and tides have changed since then, they were still there for me. And some of the most... Difficult times of my life. So guys, with that being said, this blog will be available on the ArsenioBuckShow.com. So please go on to that. Uh, This is going to be making its debut Sunday morning. And please stay tuned for the next podcast, which I'm not very sure. Monday. Monday is going to be another scheduled podcast. I do apologize for not going live on this particular podcast. But we're going to be going live again on Tuesday morning. So please stay tuned for that. And until then, guys, thanks for tuning back into a pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. Over and out.